Welcome to the Medi Church Podcast. Today we're continuing our Mortal Kombat series, and today's sermon is entitled Scorpion. Have you ever had revenge that you wanted to get on somebody? Sit back, relax, enjoy the podcast starting right now. All right. So today we're going to be continuing our Mortal Kombat series. Y'all, I don't know about y'all, but I am jacked up about this one. This whole series I have enjoyed. Your pastor's going to push every line that he can to bring people in and not keep and draw lines to keep people out. That's why I taught me and Tasha's like, you know what? She said, you're a little crazy. I said, I know. I said, you're a little crazy too. You married me. I said, but listen. I said, listen. I said, I said, I think that I'm the only one that will push the boundaries and go the extra mile. I said, because who in their right mind does a Mortal Kombat series? I said, you know what other churches have or don't have that I have? And she says, what? I said, you have a Michael Williams that's willing to go the extra mile, to go the distance and push everything that we can. I'm a rebel. <laughs> but today, it's probably, uh, out of the, the five-part series, this is probably my favorite my favorite one, because today we're going to talk about my favorite character in Mortal Kombat. And so last week, you guys, y'all, y'all know we talked about Sub-Zero, and then in the first week we talked about being chosen. And so what's happened is, is, is now that, that we realize you have this mark, you've been chosen, and you're chosen by God, and then in the game you go to select your character. And last week we talked about one of the characters, we talked about Sub-Zero, but this week, I don't know if you guys have noticed, I've been changing the colors of the lights for the series. <laughs> and today I'm wearing yellow. And if you watch the video, the guy in yellow that won the battle. <laughs> My favorite character in Mortal Kombat is called Scorpion. Scorpions. And, and today's sermon is entitled Revenge. Revenge. And so today, I just want to tell you guys that... that uh, if you don't know anything about the Mortal Kombat series, I'm just going to shine some light into you. The characters all have what they call backstories. They have a story. Just like we talked about in the last year, we all have a story that we're writing. And, of course, these are fictional characters. They're made up. And, and the, but, but the creators have said, hey, we're going to give him a story. We're going to give him a backstory. And in and, and, and and, Scorpion's story, what happens is, especially if you watch the, the most recent movie that was released is is Zub Zero in this particular movie was portrayed to have killed his family. Come in, killed his family. Hence why you see the battle that they took place that we used for this summer series. And what happened was is is Scorpion was upset. I mean you guys think about it. He was upset. He was angry. He was mad and he was out to seek revenge. And, 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 and what happened was, y'all say with me, see what happened was, nobody trying to see what happened was, hold my chip there. <laughs> he decided, I'm going to go get him. And he fights constantly to try to get that revenge. This morning, have you guys ever had to try to go and get revenge on somebody? I got to get revenge on them. Maybe they've done you wrong. Cut you off in traffic. Without you made it church sticker on, you had to go get revenge. Anybody? Y'all got to loosen up this morning, a little bit. I can't talk to Trina, because Trina's invisible. Listen, hang on, hold on, campus. Hang on, y'all won't be able to see me for a second. 
walked in. I was like, glad you're here this morning. Listen, sweetheart, have you ever, uh, you ever had revenge on somebody? Ever want to take revenge on somebody? You wanted to? Me too, man, me too. Me too, I'm so glad y'all are here. But listen, taking revenge on somebody, man, I wanted to. I wanted to. Me and my brother growing up, ooh, there were times that I wanted to get even. I'll tell you time, I remember this one to this day. Me and my brother had these big 18-wheelers, these big truck toys. We loved them. And, and, and mine was red and his was blue. My brother made me mad. And we had toys outside, and, and I remember I, my uncle being there. and I was like, you know what? I'm so mad at him. I'm going to get him back. He took one of my toys, my G.I. Joe's. I said, I'm going to put his truck under my uncle's car so when he backs up, he'll run over it. It's all true, y'all. Sure enough, I get out there. I'm planning. I'm getting. I'm planning out my revenge. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. Up. I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna set it up. I'm, it's gonna be. A, it's the perfect plan. And sure enough, my uncle leaves. I'm excited. I'm waiting. I'm sitting inside. I'm like, I'm waiting for the crunch. I'm waiting for the crunch. I'm waiting on I'm waiting. Y'all, y'all just said, I was excited. I'm like, oh, it's about to go down like donkey cone out there. It's going to be, <laughs> I was waiting. And I, uncle, he backs up. He leaves. I hear him leave. I never hear a crunch. And I go out there. And sure enough, my uncle done found my trap. He done found what I was trying to do. He found my revenge. He found my plan. He messed up the whole thing. I know that sounds silly, but oftentimes in our life, we seek after revenge over silly things. Man, and honestly, I mean, there's been times, and I'll just be transparent with you, I've been in traffic, and somebody cut me off, and I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. I'll give you a true story. All my stories are true, but I don't know why I tell tell a true story. I'm not going to lie to you. But uh, it's, it's been a while ago, but I was coming down 52 through Winston, Guy brake checked me. I was like, and it just was a bad day at work. And I'm like, not today, Satan. It wasn't Satan, but I thought he was. And I just, I wasn't having it. I sput up. He brake checked me. I brake checked him. And, and I was, we were going down 52 at 90 plus miles an hour in a 55 mile per hour, work, or not work zone, but, but um, speed limit. Y'all, y'all, y'all know that they could take your license for that? <laughs> But I, I had to get him back. He cut me off. I got to get him back. Silly, right? Think today, maybe there's things in, that you're thinking, man, you know what? There's been some things. I just tried to get even back at somebody for something silly. Maybe today you're holding on to something right now that you're like, gosh, I just need to let it go. So I just want to talk to you all just a little bit longer. Online campus, maybe you have something that you wanted to get revenge on somebody. And today in society, it's so easy to, to sit behind a computer screen, a phone, a laptop, a tablet, and seek after revenge for somebody. <laughs> There's a guy, he took a picture of me, and he'd and he, he done something to it, and it just kind of be funny. And I said, man, I said, that's fire you don't want to mess with. He said, why? I said, because I'm going to tell you, you do that. You show somebody. I said, I promise you, I will get even. And I said, I don't play fair. Because we have the power of Photoshop. 
We have the power of these things. And they're right here at our fingertips, y'all. I'm just, just, being, just telling y'all the truth. And, and, and what happens is, is a lot of times what we think may be funny can be detrimental to other people. And when, sometimes when we do these things, oh, I was just playing around. They're out to get you. Now, I like playing around goofing off. But, but there's been times that, that we get so angry and so mad at things in life. And we just don't know how to handle it. And the easiest thing for us to do is to sit back and say, okay, I'm going to get even. Because you know what? When you get even with somebody, it feels good, don't it? feels good. You know what feels good? You know what feels good? I'm bad at Tasha. I'm bad at Tasha. And I just can't stand her no more. I, you know what I'm going to do? You know what she did to me, y'all? Late yesterday, we're getting ready for the wedding. I'm like, Tasha, we got to be there. We got to be there at a certain time. I'm getting mad. I'm starting to honk the horn. I'm like, you got to come on. Girls tell you, I'm like, I don't know what your mama's doing. <sighs> and so, man, it felt good. It felt great. Don't break your mama's pumpkin. She might get mad at me. <laughs> but the easiest thing, a lot of times, how we deal with this is the realization. It feels good. Oh, that really felt good. Can I do it again? No, don't throw it at me. I'm on camera. <laughs> but, but, but when you get angry, it's easy. Oh, man, it feels good. Situations happen in our life. It's, it's easy to get angry. We're at school when things happen. We, 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 we fail a grade and we get what's the first thing we want to do, especially in today's society. We, we fail. We mess up. Well, our teacher didn't do their job. No, you probably didn't study like you're supposed to. You didn't ask for help. Didn't, didn't, didn't. And so just the first thing that lives like, Daddy, I did bad on my test. I said, well, okay, well, did you ask for help? Did you ask for extra work? Well, no. I said, well, baby, that falls on you. I said, you can't blame anybody but yourself. Sin to be angry. I sin. I do these things. Because this person done something to me, and that's why I'm sinning, because I'm angry. I'm upset. I don't know about y'all, but sin feels good. It feels great to sin. It feels good when I get to cuss somebody out. Let me tell you another story. My grandpa, he loved computers. Loved computers. Now, the older generation, not so hot on technology, he didn't know the difference between YouTube and a web browser and Google. He thought they were all different <laughs> and not all in the same place. It's a funny story. But I remember me and my brother at a young age, he wouldn't let me on the computer. Grandpa had one computer, one internet. He was all the time playing this game. I was so mad I cussed him out. Like legit, like like super bad words, like elite bad words, like bad, bad words. You know, I think little while I'm talking about bad words. They're all bad, but bad, but you know what I'm talking about? Everybody on the same page? We're talking about bad, bad words. But it felt good. It felt great. And then my grandpa actually heard what went down, and he told my daddy, my daddy whooped my butt, and it was bad after that. But it felt good to sin. I was angry. But 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 here's the thing. Anger isn't sin. Y'all hear me? Anger isn't a sin. is isn't a sin to get angry. It's okay if you get upset, get mad. It happens. The Bible tells us, get angry but sin not. Right? Right? Well, I can get upset. 
I can get an O in there and I can fix this big old glass of chocolate milk, my nest quick, that big old container full of milk and mix it up. And I'll go to take a drink and it spill all over my nice pretty shirt. I can get angry. But not the sin. Man, that stinks. This is terrible. I got it off my third. I got to get it off. Ephesians 4, 26, 27. If you, if, excuse me, in your anger, do not sin. To underline it if you're taking notes or write it down. In your anger, do not sin. Do not sin. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. See, that's what the devil wants. He wants to get you stirred up. He wants to get you angry. He wants to make you feel like you're lowered in dirt. He wants to, he wants to tell you when you ask your spouse, y'all wants a marital good, y'all wants a good marital advice. And Pastor needs to take his own advice on this. When you're angry at your spouse, don't let the sun go down and you're still mad at one another. I still struggle with this today. I shall tell you, I'm just on it. I still struggle with it. That's what the devil wants to do. He's like, okay, now that, I, now that I've weaseled my way in here, he's asleep. He ain't going to sleep good. Now he's going to wake up the next morning. Now he's going to be upset. He's going to be angry. Where if I would have took the time to say, hey, baby, look, this is dumb. What we're arguing about is stupid. I forgive you. You forgive me. We're good. Kiss. Go to sleep. Wake up the next morning. You feel great. Now the devil don't have a foothold. But when he has a foothold in you, he starts messing with your mind. He starts getting around. He's saying, hey. You know what she did. And then the filing cabinet opens up and you start bringing up stuff that you didn't even think about. It's crazy. Y'all, Jesus in the Bible is known all about his love. Here at Medit Church, we're all about living out that, showing people the same love that God shows us, showing you the same love that Jesus shows each one of us. That's what we're about here. That's what we live out each and every day. And see, Jesus is known for that, loving people. Wrapping his arms around you when you're at your lowest. When you're beat down, when you're angry, he still loves you. But you know what? Jesus wasn't, wasn't known for anger. That's some lies. You know what I hear all the time? Well, Jesus got mad in the Bible. He got upset. You know what he did? He, got, he threw all them people out of the temple. He started throwing some tables around. He was mad. That's right. He was. He was upset because of what they were doing. His household. What he was doing, what the people were doing there, and how they were treating the people. Y'all remember that series I done where we flipped the table over here? Christina was, she's at the beach, but but she was here for the first time. I flipped the table, and I didn't think she'd ever come back, but she did because she loves us. About killed my camera. You got to flip tables, not the people. Flip on the table, not the people. Flip on the situation, not the people. If you have people done you wrong in your life, don't flip out on them. Love them. Wrap your arms and say, hey, listen, I forgive you. Well, Michael, Pastor Michael, they've done me dirty. They deserve everything that they get. They deserve everything that's happened to them. And they probably do. But if you look at them and say, you know what, Jesus still loves you. Still build on that relationship. Because God can do more in a moment than we can do in a lifetime. I can do everything right. I can do everything by the book. I can, I can get up here and I can preach every sermon that I can. But people still are going to be angry. They're still going to be upset. But God can still touch their life. God can still heal that brokenness. 
Guys, I'm going to throw my logo in there again. <laughs> the church. But that's what this church is built on. Broken people coming together. Let God restore the brokenness in their life. I've seen it with my phone two eyes that God can touch people's life that you would never think would be touched. He could heal that brokenness. See, when Jesus got angry, he flipped the tables. He didn't flip the people. He still loved them. He said, hey, listen, you know you made a mistake. I know you've messed up. I know that, you, that you, you've done some bad things in your life. But listen, come on. Let me fix that. Let me fix the brokenness. Let me show you the way. There's a song called One Way to Jesus. You I live for every day. I think I mixed up two songs together, but that's okay. But every day, every day live that out. Live out that Christ is going to get you to where you need to be. If you stumble, you fall, you fall down flat on your face. Get back up because God still loves you. Well, Pastor Michael, God's angry at me. God's allowed bad things to happen to me. Bruce Almighty, it's funny. There's a scene in there where he talks about having a magnifying glass. And they're ants. And God's used a magnifying glass to kind of burn the anthill. You ever did it with your kid? Try to burn the anthill? Nobody? Nobody? Me? I'm the only one? Did y'all live as a kid? What are y'all doing? Or was I just a special kid and just <laughs> done a bunch of weird things? Online campus, what do y'all think? But, hear myself. <laughs> but, but, but you can take a magnifying glass and it's like, that's what it feels like. I feel like I, I'm in an anthill and you're burning me. And then Bruce Almighty, it's funny, because he, he, God goes to uh, Bruce Willis, uh, not Bruce Willis, um, Jim Carrey in this particular movie, and he's like, hey, I'm going to let you be God. He was angry at God. And I like one scene, in my favorite scene in the whole movie, he takes this bead of bracelet, and uh, it's in a particular religion, they, they'll hold that, and they'll, and they'll pray. They'll pray. And say, okay, God, give me a sign. Give me a sign of kind of what you want me to do. And all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, this truck comes by him, like a DOT truck, and has all these warning signs. All these signs, bright, and it's flashing. And in this particular movie, Bruce Almighty, he's like, what is this? And he drives around and he ends up wrecking his car. Spoiler alert if you've never seen it. But he was angry at God. He was calling out to God, hey, give me a sign. Sometimes I believe in our life that we pray and we're praying and we're seeking after God and we're mad at God and you're like, God, give me a sign. And God's giving you that clear sign and he's like, it's right here in front of you. It's, I can't get it no bigger. I can't get it no brighter. But you decided you're still going to go around those signs and do your own thing. We can't be mad at God for the things that we do. It's just like, you know, I was telling you about our girls. If you do something, it's your own responsibility. God's going to give you the necessary tools, but it's up to you to make a decision whether you're going to follow through and do what he's to do. Go the opposite way or continue down the path that you're on. Jesus didn't cancel them. He didn't cancel the people that were there. He loved them. He still showed them that he cared. As most of you know, right now in our country, we are so divided. So divided. And we've done a sermon series and we talked about a lot of this and the cancel culture and all that. There's a lot of things that are going on right now all across this world. We're so divided. Church people hate the other church people. Non-church people hate the church people. 
Mass people hate the non-max people. The vax people hate the unvax people. And vice versa. But we're going to love everybody. Regardless of what background you come from. We're going to love you regardless of that background. And let God fix you. But as upsetting as it gets, we need to go back to the golden rule that says love your neighbors yourself. I challenge you guys just to show your neighbor just a little bit of love today. When you go out and you go out to, and we leave here today and you go out to your restaurants and you sit down and, you know, restaurants, everything's slowing down because they don't have enough staff, nobody wants to work. Still love on them people that showed up. Wrap your arms around them. Don't flip on the table. I mean, excuse me, flip the table, not the people. There's things in our life that we may be dealing with that we're trying to revive. Oh, man. I'm going to keep doing CPR to this dead situation. I'm going to do, I'm going to keep it going. And, and I'm going to keep bringing it up. I'm going to tell Sally Sue. I'm going to tell Trina because it makes me feel good. I'm going to tell, look, look, ooh, y'all, y'all, I want, I want y'all to know something. Y'all, y'all know what she did over there? God's done let the situation leave you. God's done got that out of your life. He's done separated you from it, but you keep going back to it and trying to keep resuscitating it. God said it's over, it's done with, it's time to move on. Just like a dog, a dog will go back to its own vomit. And, 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 and there's times in our life that we want to we keep holding on to those things that are dead and gone. It doesn't matter. It, doesn't, it ain't going to make a difference. I just be transparent with you. There's times in our walk, and, and there's been and there's been times in our ministry where people have just right out done us wrong. And there's been times when we stayed up and we've been crying and we've been weeping. Guess what? They're at home sleeping in the bed while you're up worrying about it. Stop worrying about what people think. Stop worrying about what they've done. Stop worrying about what they didn't do. Well, Pastor Michael, they should have done that. They should have been there for me. They should have been here. They should have done that. They should have done this, that, that, and that. And they didn't. They wasn't there for me when I needed them the most. And you know what? It upsets me. It it angers me that they're not there. And they wasn't there. But I, I want you guys to know that God has a rhyme He has a reason for everything that takes place in your life. And if you have something you're dealing with today, today's a new day. This song right here that's playing, there'll be some words here in just a minute. It talks about a place of worship. Now, I love corporate worship. Online campus, I love that you guys are tuning in. There's nothing like being in the house of God where you can take all your troubles and all your worries to Him. Those dead situations, those things you're trying to do CPR today, today is a day that you can come and you can give it all to God. Online campus, if you're dealing with something right there in the presence of, of my voice, wherever you're at, if you may listen to this later on, I think that God can do and touch your life. Make your home a place of worship. When you, if you got bad things that are, that are there in your house, I encourage you to get rid of them. I told you guys that. Now, now this is Pastor Michael's conviction, so don't throw stones at me. But, but Pastor Michael used to like horror movies. He loved them. Loved them. 
had every series, had every movie, had everything in a row. And God spoke to me. He said, get that out of your life. Get it out of your life. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with horror movies. You watch them, that's between you and God. But I'm just saying what God convicted me over. And God said, get these things out of your life. And when I got them out of my life, things progressively started to change. Because, because they were evil spirits, I believe, were coming out of what was portrayed in some of those things. And, I, and, and what I was trying to do is it was a conflict. I was trying to bring God in, and God's like, it's not going to work. You can't serve two masters. Last week we talked about Sub-Zero, where his identity was, you, couldn't, you didn't know if he was good, you didn't know if he was bad. He was in between, and he had an identity problem. You can't serve two masters. That's what God was telling me in that moment. He said, get it out of your life. So I took it out back, I dug a hole, and I burned everything that I had. I shall tell you. She said, come on, where's everything at? And she said, what's that smell? I said, I had to burn the evil out of her life. So, so I, there may be things in your house. Go home, dig you a hole, put it in there, set the thing on fire, and get it out. If that's what it takes. If you got to bring it to me, Pastor Michael, I can't do it on my own. Come to me, I'll come help you. Because I'm going to tell you, when we have these evil things in our minds, that the enemy wants to say, hey, I still got my foot in there. I still got my foot just a tad bit in there. And I'm going to make you feel that anger. Anytime somebody does something to you, I'm going to make that anger come back. I'm going to make you start questioning everything about God because I got my foot in there. Eliminate the distractions. Eliminate those things that are in your life. You guys will stand with me this morning. Let's pray. Father God, I want to thank you so much for this day, God. God, I want to thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for us. God, I want to thank you for the freedom that you give us. God, I want to thank you for giving us a place of worship, God. God, I want you to help us identify today things that are in our life, God, that need to be removed, God. Maybe in our homes, Father, God, the first things in our homes today, God, God, start revealing those things to each and every person, God. Even on our online campus, God, I pray that you will reveal those things, Lord. And God, that they will take those things and remove them from their life, God. God, I pray that no enemy foothold will stand firm in people's house today, God. God, I pray that somebody don't know you, that they let them know all they have to do is say this simple prayer. Dear Jesus, I am a sinner. Thank you for coming to the earth to die on the cross for me. Forgive me of my sins and help me not to be distracted and hold revenge on people, God. In name I pray, amen. Thank you again for tuning into the Medic Church podcast. If you need prayer today, you can submit a prayer request by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash pray. Submit a prayer request. Our team is standing by ready to believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. We can't wait to be with you next time as we give another life-giving message. We'll see you soon.